0: You're listening to the Fly Guy Show. They do everything on the fly and in such a fly manner. Stay tuned for economic uplift. It's all about the money. Stay
1: fly. Stay fly. Stay fly. Stay fly. Stay fly. Stay fly. Stay fly. After all of that quality, We got to do So we're gonna go over these stories and, and highlight them. That's what we call engagement. Is that all right, class? All right, everybody say invest the principal. Invest the principal. Eat off the interest. Eat off the interest. Invest the principal. Invest the principal. Eat off the interest. Invest the principal. Eat off the interest. 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 Alright, let's get to class. So, I was listening to Robert Kiyosaki. Alright? When we get into real estate, Kiyosaki would be um, regarded as the master as it relates to real estate. Okay? Uh, Kiyosaki's story, a lot of you know Rich Dad, Poor Dad. He's um, probably the foremost. Uh, Person as it relates to real estate and real estate investing that I know of that I can put my finger on And so I was in a really weird space in 2006 And I picked up this book Someone recommended that I read Rich Dad Poor Dad I picked up the book, read it cover to cover And I started to read these other books that he put out One was called the uh, Cashflow Quadrant And some other books that he picked out And I noticed in the second chapter of that book He said that the first Um piece that he bought, real estate piece that he bought was a tax sale and he never said anything else in any of his, in any of his other books after that that's it, this is Robert Kiyosaki, he's the man, right and he's like yo my first real estate investment was a tax sale so with that being the case I kind of like jumped into tax sales, tax need certificates because this is Robert Kiyosaki, this is the master, this is the person who we all look up to as somebody that is a a formidable force in real estate. So I started down this path and uh, jumped into real estate investing 10 years ago in 2006. Today I stand in front of you guys managing a five million dollar portfolio that has no loans attached to it because we practice collective economics and partnerships. Right? So, You know I'm not up here just just to be talking be screening the film to get some type of notoriety. We're actually in town to foster the facilitation of your own empowerment. That's how serious we are about it. It's not about screening the film. Some of y'all might have thought it was about screening the film, but it's really about this dialogue that we're creating, this engagement that we're having right now, because it's about your empowerment. It's about you being able to go home and practice this information in your family and you being able to, uh, you know, to build something and develop some wealth. Now, as we move forward, when we talk about our financial future, what does our financial future look like? Well, we know that Trump is our president. We know what that means for black folks, all right? What does that mean? Well, they talking is gonna be Secretary of State. <laughs> <laughs> they are talking David Clark gonna be the head of uh, Homeland Security. They also talking Rudy Giuliani. I'm gonna up in New York, so I remember stopping Chris. He gonna be your federal DA, okay? So that's the lineup for the next eight years. Right? What does that mean for blacks in America? <laughs> well, let me say this. The night that Trump got elected, the prison industrial stock, CCA, jumped up 60%. 60. This is intelligent speculation. You know, it came down a little bit, but it still jumped up 60%. What does that mean for black folks? All right, y'all going to get locked up. No doubt. What happens when you get locked up? You got to, well, you become a slave, but you get in the system and you can take your fingerprint and all that stuff. But at the end of the day, right, you got to pay some money. Okay? You ain't got the money. You got to sit on the bench. This has to do with economics. I am not gonna have a racial, politically charged conversation tonight. I'm just trying to get real quick, real fast to the meat and potatoes of it, which is economics. All right? From a social political issue. So we understand that. We know that. What else do we need to take into consideration? Well, what we need to take into consideration is the future, technology. Last time I was here, I had made mention to something specific about the machines and how the government is actually issuing um, a subsidy in 2020 to offset your labor force. Did y'all know that one-third of the United States labor force is about to be wiped out because of machines? Y'all, y'all hit with that? Y'all even know about that? Anybody read it? We recommended the book, The Age of the Machines. Anybody read that book? The Age of the Machines says that due to technology and due to automation, that one third of the United States workforce will be eliminated, eradicated, right? But here's what's happening. We go into school to take our student loans, to go and learn from professors, who are working jobs and getting a check on the first and 15, how to actually be able to make money. And when we take out these student loans, we can't even get a job that'll service the debt on the student loan for this so-called education. This is the situation that we in, all right? When you go to overseas, you go to China, you know what the Chinese is learning? In middle school, they got a class, it's core curriculum, how to manage Americans. That's a curriculum. (laughs) I'm not, I'm not laughing, I'm being serious, man This is a curriculum in Mandarin That they're issuing To the students In middle school Why? Because the Chinese own the debt On the United States, right? Ni hao <laughs> so I you know about that? You don't know yet, it's coming So what I'm getting to Besides racism, we all know racism And white supremacy exists, ain't nothing new We gotta figure out how to work in and around it But now you gotta deal with machines. In addition to the machines, you gotta deal with the country under serious debt from global citizens. That's your playing field as entrepreneurs right now. So what does that mean class? That means that we can't really take chances on trying to start businesses, right? Startup businesses Using debt instruments—that's nuts. Why are they telling you to go out and get a loan to start up a new business? Forget going out and getting a loan to buy a house. Y'all already know how I feel about that. I've written a book on it called "The No Mortgage Strategy." Check that out, right? Y'all already know how I feel about student loans. I'm putting my set through Middlebury. Y'all done been to YouTube? Y'all done check that out? You know how I feel about student loans, right? Right. We said that on uh, what's that? The Russian TV with Tom Hartman in front of 900 million homes. Y'all already know that. But now what I'm saying is, invest the principal, eat off the interest. Where am I going with that? Because you as entrepreneurs can't afford to take out loans from the SBA with a guarantee and put up your primary residence? Are you serious? As collateral? To start a new business that don't got no historicals? Come on, man. Think this through. The whole thing is set up as a joke. This whole situation that we're in is a hoax. And nobody's catching it. Everybody's missing it. you're going to school you're going in the debt to go get an education that you can't get a job for Hoax come on y'all wake up You're going to buy houses to protect your family Oh, we got to get the big house And you're using mortgages to do it and it's setting you back 30, 40 years It's a hoax stop it Stop this nonsense You want to start a business why are we going to Bank of America man To go get a loan Nine times out of ten, they're not even issuing loans to black folks. And I'm just putting this on the record. You can hold me account. Dr. David M. Anderson Sr. Bank of America ain't writing no loans to black folks. Y'all know that. But y'all got deposit accounts in there. And they hitting you with NSF fees. Come on, man. That's why it's a depository bank. This is their game. It's the bank game. So we got to start doing things differently. You know, this is not a, a, a pro-Negro conversation. This is what we got to do for survival, man. They own us. We like Gazelle on the Serengeti, man. And here come the line. They on our butt. All right? So we got to start moving in a different way. We got to start moving in an insulated way. On December, October 28th, something very interesting happened. Elon Musk. This guy, I'm a fan of Tesla. If y'all don't know who Nikolai Tesla is, you got to read the book. Oh, my God, this dude is phenomenal. Nikolai Tesla was a genius, All right, Let me just give you some backstory on this and I'm going to tell you about Tesla and I'm going to sit down. Nikolai Tesla came out with a concept called free energy, okay? His free energy concept was that energy should be free, okay? At the same time, there was a dichotomy going on because there was another philosophy that was in the market. Con Edison, they called him Thomas Edison. His concept was about the grid tie, Right? Energy should not be free, okay? And we have to explore who their financiers were. At the time, Nikolai Tesla's financier was a gentleman named John Jacob Astor. Y'all from New York, you know about the story of Queens, you know about the Waldorf Astoria. And at the time, John Astor was the richest man in the world. Alright? Now, Thomas Edison, or as they call him in New York City, Con Edison had a financier. You know who his name was, class? JP Morgan. Okay. JP Morgan was pushing behind Thomas Edison, right? right? Thomas Edison, his concept was alternating current. The gentleman, Nikolai Tesla's concept, well actually Tesla came helped to create technology to make um, direct current when Thomas Edison was still doing an alternating current. And alternating current, but the philosophies were one was trying to give electricity to everybody for free, the other one, JP Morgan, of course. The Bilderberg group and all that, they was like, nah, we're gonna sell this, okay? Morgan hated John Jacob Astor so much that he was like, yo, we gotta figure out a way to kill this dude. I hate this dude. And so at a dinner party, John Jacob Astor talked to um, JP Morgan and he revealed one of his actual dreams. That's why you gotta protect your dreams, what I'm about to tell you right now. It's very important. And Aster said, you know, one of my dreams is to travel with my entire family in a boat in opulence across the Atlantic. And JP Morgan, being the gentleman that he is, he said, oh really? Okay, we're gonna build one. You know what they built? The Titanic. That's right, man. Google that. Who's the owner of the Titanic class? White Star Lines. Who owned the White Star Lines class? JP Morgan, fact check all of this tonight, all right? So what am I getting to? The Titanic went down when it was a ship less than 20 knots away, watching the whole situation, Then not no boats. And one of the people that was on the manifesto was the entire John Jacob Pastor family. And when that ship went down, all of the dreams and all of the financing and all the backing of the free energy concept sank to the bottom of the ground, the bottom of the ocean. A 100 leagues, 1,000 leagues under the sea. Ain't nobody go and get it except for Jacques Cousteau. And a couple years ago, somebody created some technology, sent a robot down there and checked the whole situation out. All right? That's what you're dealing with. 100 years later, Elon Musk comes and revitalizes the concept of free energy. And now we got the opportunity with Tesla. What's Tesla coming with? Well, Tesla said, hey, we're going to revamp the story of Nikolai Tesla. And we're gonna put a brand on it, and now we're gonna make it a free energy concept where we got what? Solar transportation with these vehicles, right? But y'all think, oh, Teslas are just about solar cars. Nah, Tesla's more than just solar cars. Tesla's three things, and this is the key to my presentation tonight. Because this is what the black community, and really all communities need to do under this Trump administration. We need to, number one, insulate, and when I say insulate, we need to master our transportation, we need to master our energy production, and we need to master our storage capabilities. Watch how I get into this weave of Tesla energy concept, because it's the same concept we need to adopt for our own communities. Now, we all know about Lonnie Johnson. Y'all know Lonnie Johnson? Oh, come on class, teachable moments. Lonnie Johnson invented the super solar, right? Hasbro, toy blew up, people was around shooting everybody with the water tanks and all this type of thing, right? Made a lot of money. Hasbro, of course, they kept the money. He had to go to Chocolate Sanders in Atlanta and sue him. He got his $80 million. You know what these dudes did with his $80 million class? Lonnie Johnson, a black man at that, has built a super battery. Elon Musk had a problem. This is Billionaire Boys Club. Elon Musk is talking about building rockets going to the moon, right? This guy has a problem. He he builds this roaster. The roaster's top speed is 135 miles before it needs a recharge. So what? He gotta call a black man to come fix the problem, right? So Lonnie Johnson's like, okay, I know how to fix this. I've been working on batteries. This is what we're gonna do. We're gonna create a super battery. And so he brings this super battery that's supposed to be for a Tesla roaster to Elon Musk. And Elon Musk is like, dang, we need to put this in houses. So now we got the ability right now. So for $3,500 And they building this stuff on YouTube so Some Mexican kids building them for like $300 For $3,500 <laughs> You know how they do
0: Come
1: on. That's my people, all their homes Right? So the Tesla batteries The $3,500 batteries, right? Is going in your house as a storage component Follow this now Okay? On, I told you On October 28th Elon Musk gave a presentation Of which he came out With something called Glass Solar tiles Please go to Google Go to YouTube and type in Glass solar tiles Elon Musk What are these tiles? These tiles are like shingles They got them in glass tiles They got them in um, uh, Covered tiles They got them in slate tiles And the tiles are the same cost As it would cost you for shingles Okay? Follow me Now some neighborhoods You can't put solar panels up Because the HOA is going to start tripping. Don't take that no problem. Tesla figured out how to make solar shingles. The solar panels inside of the shingle looks like a regular roof. But the roof is what, class? It's now producing energy. This is where I'm going with this. This is the same concept that Nikolai Tesla was trying to bring to market 100 years ago. J.P. Morgan saw this, and he saw this as an opportunity. If I don't kill John Jacob Astor right now, then I ain't gonna make no money on this grid top. That's what happened. 100 years later, now we like, oh wow, free energy. This ain't nothing new. Prior to Nikolai Tesla, Africans was harnessing that energy. How you think these pyramids all line up from Easter Island to Tulum to Chichen Itzu, right to uh, the, the, the pyramids in Giza? Come on, man. And I've been to these spots. So can't nobody be like, oh, that don't line up? No, I'm like, uh, that lines up. <laughs> Straight shot. Yeah. Okay, so what am I getting to? Insulation means number one, we gotta generate our own energy. It's glass solar tiles on your roof. Number two, we gotta store our energy so at night, when the sun's not up, we can now run our houses on these batteries that a black man has created. That's black power. Come on, man! Stop throwing your fist in there. The white man did this to me. Get the hell out of here with that, man. Black lives matter, but George Soros put a hundred million dollars in your coffers and you took the money. Black Lives Matter, but Black Lives Matter though, right? Come on, man. Real black power is controlling the natural resource, harnessing the energy of the sun, storing that energy, and then selling that energy back. You want some reparations? Sell the energy back to the power company. Make them give you a check every month that you use to pay your uh, taxes on your insurance and maintenance fees. That's real black power. But ain't nobody coming in the hood talking like that. Because ain't nobody doing that. So this is what we got to get on. We got to get on some insulation. Because listen, what they getting ready to come down the pipe with is about to be nuts. It's about to be real nuts. So if you don't have control over these things, you're done. And so what am I getting to? I'm getting to, y'all got to get some money right now. The whole concept of going to that plantation, going to the corporate plantation, it's all cool, I understand y'all got mortgages. I get it. But I need you to sleep and ponder on something. I don't need you to wrestle with trading your time. Somebody is telling you that you only work 20, 30, 40, 50 dollars an hour. Are you serious? Cornell University cut me a check for 15 racks for a 90 minute with a 15 minute Q&A after they screen Generation One. And I even finished Morris Brown College. This is the S.E. SC Jackson School of Business. Cornell. now. But we trading our time for $10 an hour. What kind of... <clears throat> Come on, y'all better than that, man. What's wrong? You don't believe in yourself? Somebody told you you can't do it? You was, you was, you got, you got, I got ideas, Dr. Anderson. I got ideas, I got ideas. I got ideas. You went and told your mama about your ideas. I told my mama about my ideas before 2006. She told me you
0: need to get a job. You need to get you a real job with some business and 401k. <laughs> you got ideas. You need to go idea yourself and get you a job.
1: <laughs> That's what my mom told me prior to 2006. In 2006, I made my first thing. She started start talking like it's 2016, mom. I'm just saying. If you got ideas, stop talking about your ideas. Start focusing on your ideas. You can't just leave the plantation tomorrow. You gotta prep for that. Put some houses up underneath you. Let the assets feed you. I'm about to start rapping, what's the beat? (laughs) I'm just saying. This is what we gotta do, we gotta insulate, man. The Trump is the president. So if you at your job, and you hate your job, and listen, I went today this morning. I had to go deal with something. Right, I gotta tell y'all this story, and I'm gonna step out of the way and let you close this thing out. I went to the courthouse today. I, have, I had to go into Judge's chambers, real estate matter, and I had to deal with um a, one of the final orders was unsigned by Judge Glanville. All right, so I had to go into chambers and get him to sign it. So I come in the chambers, they like. Uh, the jail's over there. I was like, man, come on. <laughs> I was like, yo, can you, uh, Deputy, can you go get me a uh, assistant for Judge Glanville, please? Or oh, who are you? Well, just let him know I got some documents I need the judge to sign. And Dr. Anderson's outside. Like, okay, all right, I'll go. Okay. So, long and short, um, one of my deeds wasn't signed on. So, I had to go inside and get it signed on. And then when when the judge signs this stuff, you gotta go take it downstairs and get the stamp file. So long and short, I get downstairs and I got the hat on. Let me show y'all how I was rolling. I was rolling just crazy this morning. Come inside, you know she's behind the glass. I'm like the first person, and she all breathing hard, looking at me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Can I-
1: Yeah I, got yeah, I need to get the final order. I just got a stamp file by Judge Glanville, please. <sighs> you need to go over there and get one of them criminal papers and fill that out and bring it. This is the criminal side. This is not civil. You got to go over here to the criminal side. I'm like, yo, lady, listen. I don't know who upset you last night. I don't know if your husband had an argument with you or whatever last night. But I'm requesting. Um, that this is a stamp file to put on the books this is just documents signed by, by the judge I'm just bringing it downstairs to expedite the process so the long and the short this lady's giving me all kind of attitude well this is not right this staff is supposed to bring it to me all of this crazy stuff not that oh maybe the court gave a little bit of credence because I'm in here every month doing this maybe I got a relationship with, with the judge that they you know trust us enough to bring this doc down here to get stamp filed no not none of that I'm black I'm young, can't do that. But most importantly, this lady hated her job. Forget all that other stuff, I can handle that. Racism and white supremacy, I know how to deal with that. (laughs) Right? Bought a ticket last minute on Delta, first class, in the front. Racism and white supremacy, hey! (laughs) You're supposed to be back there. Actually, I'm right next to you, 4A. (laughs) Dr. Anderson. (laughs) Can <laughs> we get some wine, please? A reason? <laughs> I know how to handle that. What I can't handle is you going to work and you hate your job. Can't deal with that. Why? Listen to me. Some of y'all are in here right now. Some of y'all are in here. Hate your job. You gotta go in the morning. Gotta go check in. Gotta go do this. i seen somebody do this right here. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I said, like, yo, what they doing? <laughs> I gotta check in, Dr.
1: Anderson. You gotta check in? This what y'all do? I saw somebody else check in like this. Hold on, Dr. Anderson, hold on. <laughs> I got my contact in. <laughs> y'all scanning your eyes. Y'all, y'all trading your time for money, man. Come on. Who does that? Right? So when you go home tonight, I need you to really think about what you're doing. I need you to really contemplate what it is that you're doing. Because some of y'all are on the break right now. Some of y'all are really like, yo, I'm struggling with this. I'm wrestling with this. And here this cat's coming, telling, speaking straight to that. And what do I do? And that's the scary part. You know you don't want to be there. Well, what do you do to be able to leave your job and come out here and play entrepreneur negro? How do you do it? It all goes back to what, class? Invest the principal, eat off the interest. Come on, invest the principal, eat off the interest. This is what we gotta do, this needs to be the sole number one thing when we walk out of here tonight. This is what we need to be focused on. And we've given you three examples. Let me give you these three examples. First example, is Khalil Harris in here? Khalil? Khalil, come on down. Ms. Harris? Come on company, because I know she's gonna get mad if she don't. Maybe you let Khalil come down and let me speak. Miss Harris, come on down. Now you see this come on, give this man a, a round of applause, right? It's Khalil and his mom. Now check this out. Khalil, what's up, man? How you doing? He's got a suit on. My man. Hey, Miss Harris. I'm good, I'm good. So check this out. When we came to uh do Black Friday uh about 60 days ago today we on a decent, we're about to land in about 10 minutes. Ms. Harris came she bought all the stuff, right? She bought everything I had. She wanted to see what I was thinking about, what my philosophies were, what am I rooted in. Is this boy crazy? What's, what's going on? So she bought all the stuff and then she called. She said, hey, listen, David, there was a lot of response the last time we came. We was in the hotel for like two days, just meeting with people. This something crazy. It was like, yeah, I'm gonna meet with everybody. Everybody signed the list and showed up. I was like, whoa, this is crazy. So I started talking to Ms. Harris. I was like, yo, we need to put an office here in Norfolk that specifically deals with getting businesses packaged. Because I do these talks all over the country. You go to YouTube, I'm all over the place, all right? But what hurts is they'll put these elaborate panels together with SBA and all these banks, Wells Fargo, all these people, and they got all this money to give, but Negroes don't have what they need credit score. Business plan, corporation, y'all doing nothing Everybody doing business in the deep. My DBA, Dr. Anderson. Come on, man. The packaging is not there. So what we came up with is that, man, there needs to be a business finance consulting firm in Norfolk that specifically offers technical assistance to Black businesses. And we charge a fee, all right. But these are the people in Norfolk that have agreed to not just say, yeah, that's a great idea, but open up an office. Khalil called me yesterday, Dr. Anderson, we need to go look at some office space tomorrow. This ain't me making this up, he, he called me. When are you available, what's your availability? I need your schedule, we gotta go look at office space tomorrow, right? Called his mom, mom paid me to come up to train her, right? Give her access to the bank, access to be able to pull credit, all the things that are necessary to start a real business. Yeah. This is what's going on. So, Tiff, don't leave. Don't leave. (laughs) Don't leave. So, this is what's going on here, all right? So, you guys have an opportunity to engage, all right? You got an opportunity to engage if you have a business. So, it's not just about me saying, hey, you know, blah, 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 blah. Now there's an actual business, there's an actual facility here that you can go to to get help with your business. So I say that to say, um, if you have a business idea, if you need a business plan, if you need something, you know, Ms. Harris and Khalil, they're here and they're going to be able to help you guys to get your businesses going and get the funding that you need for your business. And we're serious about that. all right? So when we get out of here tonight, they're going to be hanging around and uh, they'll be in the back and we can give you the information to be able to do that. All right? So give, the, give them a round of applause for, for jumping out here and, and getting business going. Also, on um, Saturday, I'll give you some information on that, but well, we're gonna be training as well, all right, at the hotel. So for those of you that want to do some business training, we'll be able to do that as well. So thank you guys for, for coming out tonight. Give them a round of applause as they go to their seat. I wanted to grab Tiff, because he just jumped out to go to the restroom or whatever. But I'll just uh, share her story real briefly. She's very shy. But um, Tiffany had an opportunity to, you know, do the tax things and she made an amazing move with the tax taxing certificates, right? So we want to celebrate her as well. Her network just went up. It's over $1.5 million. So she actually did something to, to take a stance on her economic empowerment. My third story that I wanted to share with you guys is Dr. Jewel Tanker, all right? Now you've seen her on uh, her husband. You know he's Ben Tanker. He's a superstar, celebrity gospel Ooh. producer. You watch her on um, Bravo uh, before the Real Housewives of Atlanta. They got a show called Thicker Than Water, and it shows how we, you know, deal in blended family situations. But what you might not know about Dr. Tanker is that she's a staunch real estate investor. And one of the things that um, that has really amazed me about her. Is that she speaks to black women, all right? So the platform of black economics. People sometimes are like, man, what's this black economics stuff about? You know, some people like, oh, is this guy racist? No, he's a Republican undercover. <laughs> Republican values are the same as what Malcolm was talking about with black economics. Sure. I <laughs> you know, but we don't read, we don't do our research, we don't know these things. We don't even know that actually the Republican Party was started by black folks. You know what I'm saying? But you know, we don't even know history. We say, oh, Republicans is wrong. But one of the things that I'm that I'm amazed about with Dr. Tanker is that she speaks to women. So just like we speaking to those people who are at the corporate plantation and they trapped, they're trying to figure out, well, how do I leave? I don't believe in myself enough to go trade money for time. She's speaking to women. What I did not know prior to meeting her is how much black women struggle with just basic issues in business. I didn't know this. I just thought it was just something simple, you know? Sometimes it's hard for women to ask their husbands for money. Because it's, it's it's an argument. What you need the money for? <laughs> we married. Why gotta, why gotta tell you what I need for? I need some money. Everybody run their household different. So she's speaking and hitting the drum, right? On a whole other dynamic that's empowering black women. It's never been done before. Never been done before. We got all these people out here. Susie Orman, the worst financial advisor. <laughs> Ever. Ever, and targeting black folks, telling y'all to go to K Jewelers and open up accounts to build credit. And K Jewelers was just on the front cover of the New York Times for selling cloudy jewels. If y'all know anything about jewels, as a loan broker, I had to get certified through the Gemological Institute of America to be able to look at stones, so I can look at the loot. And tell you if this stone is an F1, BVS, all this type of stuff Because this is what people would bring in to do major loans We'd have to do something called hypothecate the stones For like $100 million loans and $50 million loans This is the type of stuff that we do Esoteric transactions, right? So, K Jewelers is selling you a flawed stone That you paid a premium for That's their business model Flawed stones But they're saying, these are the clearest stones ever from the Beers facility in South Africa And you can take out a line of credit the build your credit K Judas And this was what Susie Orman is recommending to y'all So what we're saying is We got our own people in our own community That's operating in excellence And y'all need to hear from them Y'all need to know their platform Because what she's about to tell you about Is on another stratosphere And tomorrow, if y'all don't come to this um, Meeting tomorrow It's on y'all is straight up on y'all Because what she about to tell you about with this foreign currency exchange is nuts Alright So even if you don't have $50,000 or $10,000 or $5,000 to invest in real estate Through tax lease certificates Even if you don't have $20,000 to open up a brokerage firm To do loans, do loan brokering, You could take $500 and get on the MetaTrader and start trading That's something that everybody can do tonight Alright So listen, I'm going to step out the way Y'all welcome up Dr. Jewel Tanker
0: so she can talk to y'all about this form currency. I appreciate y'all time. I appreciate y'all listening. Wasn't that so good? I was so good. It gave you a lot to think about. So, um, how many how many ladies in here? Let me hear all the ladies. All right, ladies, yeah. Don't you want to have your own money? Yeah, you know, my husband is very good to me, but I like having my own money because I don't want to have to call and ask for permission to buy five pair of shoes or buy a house or a by whatever I want to be able to have my own money, so I, I think that every woman should. I think it's very empowering when a woman has her own money and doesn't have to depend um, on her husband or her boyfriend or the government or anybody. And so I'm really passionate about that because I've seen so many women who are um, left at the bottom of the totem pole. You know, when you know he maybe the husband dies. Or maybe he gets sick And they don't even know how to pay bills And I think it's just very humiliating And degrading To have to, have to ask Your husband to make A couple hundred dollar decision like, come on. You are a grown behind woman. You need to learn how to trust your own instincts. And it doesn't mean that you don't share it with them. But at the end of the day, everybody's risk tolerance is different. There are deals that Ben wants to do that I'm not interested in. And there are deals that I want to do, like um, some of the property that I bought with the tax lien, um, with our real estate company. Ben wasn't interested in doing that. And that was fine. I was like, honey, you don't have to do it. But I wanna do it. Come on, somebody. You know, and then he bought a beach house in Florida. He said, baby, you want in on this? I said, no, but I'll enjoy the benefits. So you have to learn how to respect your own risk tolerance, okay? Now let me tell you what's going on right now because you literally can turn your phone into an ATM machine. Um, How many of you have ever traveled out of the country? Okay, when you travel out of the country, one of the first things that you do before you go dining, before you go shopping, before you go on vacation, you actually, you go and you go to the bank, right? And so let's just say you were leaving America to go to Europe for a two week vacation. You would go to the bank, and depending on if the value of the dollar was greater or lesser than the value of the euro, it would depend if they gave you more euros back, or less euros back. Everybody got that? Yeah. So that's trading foreign currency. So the banks have been doing it for over 100 years, and now they've opened it up to the private sector. And so literally right now, I am traveling all over, not just the United States, but the world, helping people to start trading foreign currency. It is a wealth-building skill set that you will have for the rest of your life. When you look at the George Soros's, which uh, david mr anderson uh, mentioned when you look at warren buffett all of those guys most of them are trading foreign currency now the crazy thing about it is the technology that we have access to is extremely innovative okay we actually have a financial app once you enroll, it's $195 to enroll, it's the best $195 that you could ever spend and let me tell you something, if you have a $195 problem you really need to be ticked off, because that means you don't have $10 for every year that you've been on the earth, and one thing about poverty, until you get really angry with it it, will not, it won't leave, it'll just use its continue the same crazy financial behavior, so you just have to you know what, draw a line in the sand and say, you know what, going forward I'm gonna make sure that I I begin to create new financial behavior patterns that lead me to great wealth. So, uh, once you do that, we're gonna walk you through how to download the app on your phone set up a forex broker account for you on a demo account. So we're gonna start on a demo account first where you might be able to trade monopoly money. So I trade gold, like right now on my phone, I have three uh, trades in on United States dollar and Japanese yen, it's going down. So I have a sell in. So anytime the market is going down, you wanna sell. That's what they call a bearish market. So when the market is going down, what kind of market is that? bearish good so when the market is going up you want to put in a buy that's called a bullish market okay and so i've got um three united states JPY in. i have one um gold in gold the support for gold has been right at about 1207 uh they're predicting it that it may get down to 1198 1180 i'm gonna ride it all the way back down and then once it hits that support i'm gonna ride it all the way back up and so that's what i do all day and i literally have people on my team right now that are making four figures a day okay four figures a day and i'm so not kidding um my first goal is to to start conservatively to get everybody making twenty dollars a day okay fifty dollars a day a hundred dollars a day then we move up to five hundred dollars a day a thousand dollars a day i've got a lady on my team she came in on May. She called me in June. She said, Jewel, I just can't get this. Uh, It's too hard. I'm going to quit. I said, Kathy, you cannot quit. I said, Kathy, you can do this. She said, I'm too old for this. I said, no, you're not, Kathy. I said, you're brilliant. You're smart. And the financial educational system that we have in place will blow your mind. Kathy did not quit. Kathy took a $40 account, grew it to $300, and in six weeks grew it to $11,900, and she just paid off her Mercedes Benz. Yeah, y'all can clap that up. Yeah, y'all can clap that up. Then, but listen, Kathy's so smart. We started talking wealth strategies. And so what we did with Kathy is she opened up six different Forex broker accounts. You can have them all connected. So if you do one trade in one, all six trade at the same time, okay? And so what she did... She said, I did one to pay off my Mercedes, a second one to pay off her mortgage. Her mortgage is due to be paid off in 10 years. Kathy is paying off her mortgage within 12 to 24 months because she's trading foreign currency on her phone. Because if you think about trading foreign currency, usually you would think you have to be in front of a computer all day long. No, you can put the trade in in the morning and go on about your business. So while everybody's watching the film, I was watching it, but I've seen it so many times, traveling and everything with it. I was on there like, oh, let me put this trade in. Oh, let me close this one out, okay? It is like the most exciting thing that you will ever do. Like, it is so much fun. Um, So, yeah, you start off on a demo account. After you do that for a couple of weeks, then we move you over to a live account. With your live account, you can actually start a live account with as little as $20. We recommend $300 to $500, but you can really start with $20. Um, We have a college student who his name is Bryson. Bryson is 20 years old. Bryson started a Forex Broker account with $10, and in a month and a half, he grew his account to $6,000. Bryson did not have to get a job this summer because he's done so well. And you don't have to let it sit in there for any time frame. You can pull your profit every single week. I tell everybody, listen, pull your profit. As a matter of fact, it's doing so well that when we were at Clark University um, uh, filming, uh, I got a chance to talk to the finance director. They called me back and said, we want you to teach our students next spring semester how to trade foreign currency. And they're putting together a whole blueprint um, because I do a full trade Training. But we have live webinars every day. We have live conference calls every day. The trading community is nuts. It is absolutely crazy, and I'm really passionate about our people really getting this education because this has definitely been something that has been dominated by our, you know, our, our white brothers and sisters have done very well in it. But I want our people to be educated to know that you can make money. Listen, getting rich is not hard. You just have to connect and get a skill set and hang out with people that are smarter than you.
1: Stay floss. Stay floss. Stay floss. Stay floss. Stay floss we